Okay, so in this episode, I'm going to go over what we talked about in my Fundamentals of Nursing Practice class, which is kind of a continuation of the tailored learning objectives for um, chapters three and four. And this will also cover part of 40, chapters 41 and 42, I believe. Um, so this one might be a little bit shorter because I've already talked about it a little bit. It's mostly just to review what we talked about in class. So we started by talking about health, what health is, and um, there are lots of different, like the four main things that um, are talked about or like lumped in with defining our health is social, psychological, spiritual, and biological. And they all overlap um, into kind of like this four-way Venn diagram thing. It was really hard for me to draw, but... Um, so those four things, social, psychological, spiritual, and biological are part of health. Illness is an imbalance or disruption of, of your health, of those four things. And we talked a lot about Maslow's hierarchy of basic needs, um, basic human needs. So I'm going to kind of pound that out a little bit, emphasize that. So the very bottom, the first tier is physiological. This is the basic needs of needing like oxygen, water, food, things like that for your body to stay alive. And then above that, tier two is safety and security. So this can involve physical and emotional safety and security. So if someone is afraid or if their physical well-being or safety is at risk, um, then that is not fulfilling that need. The third one is love and belonging. So they need a sense of acceptance and then a sense of um, belonging. And those three tiers are the lower level needs and they're essential. I mean, they're all essential, but those are like especially essential. Um, the last two are more specific. So the fourth one is self-esteem. And we talked about this quite a bit. So she broke down self-esteem. Uh, my professor broke down self-esteem into um, another Venn diagram of ideal self versus real self and how they overlap. And so the closer that ideal self and real self are, um, and the more they overlap, the higher the self-esteem. So ideal self is kind of like your expectations for yourself, what you want to accomplish, while the real self is what it sounds like, like real life. So she gave the example of um, she, as a mom, um, what made her be a good mom was having dinner on the table and breakfast on the table. And so compared to her real self, sometimes like things just run out of time. She's like, okay, we're going to have like milk and bread for breakfast, you know? So it's the reality versus the ideal. And so the more that those overlap, the greater the self-esteem and 
Um, this is part of like having a sense of achievement and accomplishment. Those things increase self-esteem. And we also talked about how we can improve that. So you can evaluate your ideal self, maybe where your values are coming from. And then also just set goals that will help you accomplish um, and have your real self line up more with your ideals and have your ideals not be so unrealistic and also, you know, worthy, something to like push you. The top tier is self-actualization. So this is like reaching your full potential and contributing. Um, so that is all of Maslow's hierarchy of basic needs. And we'll use that a lot in nursing practice. And we talked a lot about family as well. The family unit is important no matter how you define it. Um, and they help with achieving the basic human needs. And let's see. We went into talking about stressors, stress and adaptation. So just a couple definitions. Hopefully this honestly a little confusing for me, but um, well not confusing but just kind of hard to follow but anyways hopefully it makes sense <laughs> so the ident uh, identity diffusion this is when like you can't put together a cohesive image of who you are um, and then internal resource this is like your knowledge behavior motives health and then external resources are things that are at your disposal um, so stress is influenced a lot by your perception and your perspective. And um, you have stress based on your stressors. And then, you know, you need to adapt. So your body adapts based on stress and... Um, just a couple of things. General adaptation syndrome. Um, there are like these three parts to it. There's the alarm reaction, the stage of resistance, and then the stage of exhaustion. And let me see. Let me pull up how to describe these a bit better. So for um, alarm reaction. Here we go. Okay. This is initiated when a person perceives a specific stressor and various defense mechanisms are activated. So, like, your adrenaline. Um, the stage of resistance is having, a perce having perceived the threat and mobilizes its resources. The body now attempts to adapt to the stressor. Um, so, the... It starts to regain homeostatic state and then the state of stage of exhaustion is the results when the adaptive mechanisms can no longer provide defense so when it's been exhausted um, and yeah so that's mostly what we talked about we also talked a bit about coping mechanisms so 
what we do to cope or deal with um, problems. And let's see. There's also, oh, we also reviewed a chart about defense mechanisms. Um, different defense mechanisms. So like compensation, denial, displacement, dissociation, introjection, projection, rationalization, reaction, formation, regression, repression, <laughs> sublimation, and undoing. Wow, that was a lot of shun. Okay, so uh, yeah, that's about it that we talked about. And hopefully that helped. Good luck.